Welcome to the Band Library Podcast. Still talking about Death of a Salesman. It's an interesting story, this mix of dreams and reality. This cohesion of how things build on top of another. Last time, we got a little visit from Uncle Ben in the form of a memory. We learned about how the ceiling came to be. Willie built it himself, did a good job with it. Asking Uncle Ben, did he do a good job? While well, he had his children steal the lumber for it. Children who he both admonishes for being lazy, bums, taking the easy way, not doing anything concrete or solid. But also children that he pushes to do these easy ways get good grades by having the neighbor boy give him the right answers. Poor Biff. He's such an athletic boy. Shows gumption taking the ball from the school or from the job. I think it's from the job. But it's regulation ball and how do they expect him to get good if he's not practicing with a regulation ball? Shows initiative. We come back as Ben has just gone from his memory and Willie's back in the kitchen and Linda comes down. Willie asked her, what about that watch Ben gave me? Where is that? Linda says, well, you pawned that years ago for a correspondence course for Biff. Biff. Another small sacrifice one should see. But yet, something that came to nothing. I think it was a radio correspondence course Biff took for that little bit of memory that Willie gave away to help his son. Sacrifice, you could say. But Biff's out working on the ranches, busting horses, trying to get his little brother to go out there with him. Not using any of that sacrifice his dad gave for him. The Biffin, happy, they come down, talk to Linda while Willie goes off, talking to himself. They ask Linda, how long has this been going on? She says, oh, it's been going on for a long time. It happens a lot at night. And they say, well, why didn't you tell us? And this is where Linda really gets her backbone in, where she shows what kind of woman she really is. Admonishing her boys. Well, Biff, it's not like you've been in touch. You haven't had an address. You haven't called. You haven't done anything. You've been gone. And happy? What the hell? You're off doing your own thing until you both come back here. That's when it gets worse. Biff, when you come home. Usually when you call and say you're coming home. No, he's happy. He's happy for a while until it gets close to the day and then he starts talking to himself again. Starts talking to you. Going back in his mind gets worse and worse until you come here. Please don't fight with him. And Biff says, oh, I don't fight with her, old girl. We're the best buds, me and you. Trying to charm her. We can see that little bit of salesman in Biff. 
right there trying to talk to his own mother as if she's a product, if she's, she's somebody he can convince to turn over. Talking about her hair. Oh, your hair looks fine. It's not going, when did it get gray? She said, oh, it's been gray for a long time. I just ain't dying it no more. Now, there's one thing, but she shrugs off this salesman act, this charm that her boys have because she loves her husband more than she will put up with someone disrespecting him. She says that much outright. Throws off those salesman charms. Her boys try to give her. Biff tries to give her to change her mind. Throws that off altogether. Says, respect my husband or don't come home. You fighting with him is the one that hurts him the most. And Biff... You know, taken back by all this, his mother, one of the people that's supposed to support him the most, in his eyes, says, Willie's got no character. Hell, Charlie's done better. People don't even like Charlie that much, but Willie doesn't seem to do much. And Linda goes off completely at this point, saying, your father, he's exhausted. They took away his sales. His salary's completely taken away. What have you done? Where are you? He's working himself night and day. He's too old for that. But he's still doing it. We're living off commission. Everybody sort of backed off by this. Holy shit. You know, the main breadwinner of the family. The salesman. He used to bring home some money, not a lot, even by his own memories. He never brought home a ton, but it was enough. Got him by, but now this company's demoted him. Put him down. Happy says, well, I help when I can, and Linda snaps at him on that one. $50 at Christmas? You think $50 at Christmas helps? Hell, a damn repair bill on the car was 97 $50 at Christmas. They don't do much. You boys are ungrateful. Everything we did, you just go off and do your own. Not gonna lie, this one hits a little close to home for me. That's what happened with my family. Not that we're ungrateful, not that I am, but... We left the nest. We kept going. Interesting. The way life can parallel sometimes. Think about your own parents. If they were good, bad, whatever they are, are you helping them? Are they helping you? Is anybody helping anybody anymore? A little family unit? Or do you blame them for everything that went wrong with your life? Or do you give them too much credit? Some things to think about. So yeah, Linda says you boys are ungrateful. All the things we gave you and you just went off. Biff says, he's thrown, I was thrown out. I left because I was told to go. Linda says, what happened between you two? You and your father, what transpired to have everything go so wrong, but Biff won't talk about it. Not even a little bit, just like Willie way back when they first started to go to bed. 
He wouldn't talk about what happened either. Whatever it was, it was catastrophic. Linda says, This is the most gut-punching of the whole thing. Billy's not having accidents. That last wreck, there was a woman saw the whole thing. She saw Willie crash. He didn't stop. He didn't put on his brakes. He just went right into it. And I found a hose. He doesn't know about it and I put it back, but behind the gas water heater I found a hose. And I don't know what he's planning. And Biff and Hap argue. Biff says they should go. None of this is working out whatsoever. Willie comes popping back in. He heard everything they said. Yells, people up and down New England know me. He's insulted. That they would talk about him behind his back. And everyone, his children, his wife, they try to calm him down. Dad, don't worry about it. Honey, we were just talking. And Bill blurts out. Oh, I'm going to see Oliver tomorrow for money. We're going to get a steak. Maybe start a business. And I don't remember in the play exactly who brings up what type of business, but it eventually gets in. It'll be a sporting goods business. Loman Brothers, Biff and Hap, starting their own company, going out on their own. And everybody gets into it. You can see now in this one scene, A, how they're family, and B, how they feed off each other. Well, they all get excited. Willie starts telling the boys, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go into Oliver's. You're going to be, you know, wear a sharp suit. Go in, don't tell any jokes. Don't talk too much. Just go in, right in, ask for what you want. You want, you said 10000 you ask for fifteen, And you don't stop at fifteen. You just say that's what you need. And the whole time, Linda's sort of, almost think of her as the bird and the, Oh, Peter and the wolf, just kind of flitting side to side, you know, a little bit, saying, oh, yeah, that'd be great. We'll, 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 you know, do your suit up right. We'll get you fixed up. We'll get you right into town. We'll do everything. As Willie's saying his big salesman pitch. And then Willie turns on her as she's talking. And we'll, we'll do a big breakfast in the morning so you won't be hungry all day. Linda, shut up. You're not helping us. And of all the things the firstborns do, they love their mama. And as soon as Willie lashes out at Linda, Biff lashes out at Willie. Don't talk to her like that. And really, Linda probably deals with this all the time. In some ways, she might understand or believe that Willie doesn't mean it. He's just saying things. They were all excited. Hopefully she's not internalizing it all. Some type of Stockholm codependency, whatever you want to call it. It's damaging, it's hurtful. But she definitely has taken this sort of thing before. But Willie, hurt, just goes off to bed. And the boys get together. Say, let's, let's just go in there and make everything right. I think Linda admonishes him a little bit more. Go tell him goodnight. Make up before this is all over. So they go into the parents' bedroom. They say goodnight. 
And Willie talks over Linda again. Same as before. They're just trying to say goodnight, and he starts giving them sales advice. Biff goes downstairs, lights himself a cigarette, looks over at that water heater. And Willie and Linda in their bed, they talk. Biff played baseball. He had a great time. And she brings it up. Sorry, I think earlier I said that they brought it up earlier, but here it definitely happens. What has Biff got against you, Willie? But he doesn't listen as Biff finds that tube behind the heater. And that's the end of Act 1. That's where we're going to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Stay in. Read a book. Music, Dances and Dames by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0